Welcome to the Glorious Grace Network podcast. Glorious, very excited to welcome you today. My name is Edward Hart. I am your host. And just so you know that every time you support this podcast by giving through our dedicated page, you will actually be supporting humanitarian work across the world. Check out our website for details. Praise God. Can we move this out of the way? Is that all right? There we go. Praise God. No, no, it's okay. No, I don't like anything holding me in. Oh, I don't like anything holding me in. Oh, I don't like anything holding me in. Oh, you would just come and just blow through this place this morning. You would breathe into our hearts new life this morning. And would, we would hear what you are saying to us this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm really excited to be with you this morning. I'm just excited to be back in Thailand. It's been so hard being away. Away from my wife, away from my children. But away from the country I love. Thailand is deep in my heart. And it does not make sense. But God has put a passion in my heart for Because I want to see God's kingdom come. Amen. I want to see what I read in this book in my real life. I don't want to be a good Christian and do the right things. But have no power. Christianity with no power is not Christianity. <laughs> that should be a big amen. <laughs> because Jesus came not to bring you a new rule book. He came to give you a relationship with Father. Amen. Amen. So let's look at Luke chapter 15. No, we won't. We'll start with Luke 16. And we're going to read verse 16 as well. Luke 
Until John the Baptist, the law of Moses and the messages of the prophets were your guides. But now the good news of the kingdom of God is preached and everyone is eager to get in. It says that until John the Baptist came, the law of Moses and the message of the prophets was your guide. But who is your guide now? Holy Spirit. So the Lord is no longer about us trying to work to a rule book. It's about us having a relationship with God. I want you to imagine you were at my wedding. I've been married three years now. That's three years longer than I thought I'd be married. <laughs> See, in England, I'm very funny. So, so funny. The translation, very cool. Anyway. I've been married three years. Imagine you're at my wedding. And in the middle of the wedding, and I get up and say, I have good news for my, my new wife. And What is he going to give her? New car. New house. I say, No, I've got a book for you, my wife. And if you read this book, you never have to talk to me again. <laughs> now, I'm a, am I a good husband or a bad husband? <laughs> I'm a bad husband. <laughs> because the relationship between a husband and wife is one of communication. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you want to have a friendship with somebody, it's about communication. And Jesus came to release us from the rules so we can have a relationship. Verse 16 goes on to say, But now, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached. And everyone is eager to get in. If people, you see, what you have to understand, when you go back to verse 
Let's go back to chapter chapter 15 verse 1. And here we see that Jesus is teaching. And everybody who comes to listen to Jesus teach. Now the the, the, the the preachers came to listen to him preach. The, the Pharisees and the and the priests all come to hear Jesus teach. But other people came to hear Jesus teach as well. Tax collectors. Prostitutes. Alcoholics. They all come to hear Jesus teach. Every person who come to hear Jesus teach. Because when Jesus preached, it was popular. Popular. It was everyone like. Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. And the, 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 the meetings room were too small. There was people outside. They were taking the roof off so they could get inside. Because when Jesus preached the kingdom, everybody wanted to get into the kingdom. It was attractive. So what are we doing different? What are we doing different as the church in 2000, well, not 2017, and 2016? What are we doing different that they were doing 2000 years ago? Because in, in, in chapter 15, verse 1, it says that tax collectors and very bad sinners came to Jesus because they wanted to hear what he had to say. What are we doing different? Because this morning I don't see anybody knocking on our door to get in. I see empty seats this morning. Maybe we're not preaching the gospel as Jesus intended. Because when Jesus preached the gospel, Everybody came in. And the only people that didn't come in were the religious people. Standing going, oh Jesus. Pointing with their finger. You know, but the people who were not religious listened with a different heart. And they heard about this man. man. They heard a story about a man. 
And this man had lots of sheep. And one of his sheep one day got lost. So the man went out to find the sheep. And he brings the sheep back into the where the other sheep are when he finds him. Now we know that story, yeah? Now well, when we think about that story, we think about the lost sheep. Something can only be lost if it first belongs. If I lose something, I only lose it because it originally belonged to me. I cannot lose something that doesn't belong to me. So if I was to lose my iPhone, it would be a very, very sad day. Ajan Ed Rack iPhone. I love my iPhone. And if I lost it, and somebody else find it, and they take it away, who does the iPhone belong to? Me or the other person? Yours? Yes. It's because it, it belongs to me. The point of this, the, the story of the lost sheep, is to not make Buddhist people feel bad. It's not to make people feel depressed. It's saying, you belong. You belong to God. That's what the message is meant to be. Not you're lost. Well, actually, you may be lost. But you could only be lost if you belong. You could only be lost if you belong. So every person you think of as lost. Away from God. They belong. Amen. If you're not saying amen this morning, it's because I'm challenging your thinking. Because my job is come to set people free from religion. So if you feel a fight inside you this morning, praise God. Means God is moving in your life. If you maybe feel upset with me this morning, praise God. It means you're alive. 
Amen. The parable of the lost coin. The story of the lost coin. There's this lady. And she had ten coins. That was five, wasn't it? That's ten. She had ten coins. And she loses a coin. Okay, let's imagine it's 10,000 baht instead. Imagine you lose 1,000 baht. Would you be upset? Talk to me. Talk to me. Yes. That's a lot of money. So you would go looking for it, yes? Yes? Okay, you, you've got to talk to me this morning. Because when you talk to me, I know you're listening there. Okay? So you go looking for it, yes? Amen? And it's lost. It's lost. It's lost. Your 1,000 baht note is lost. How much is it worth? <laughs> exactly, yes. yes. Correct. Okay, imagine you find your 1,000 baht note. You find again. Not in the right place, you still belong. 
And let me say, the right place is not church on a Sunday. Sorry, Pastor. <laughs> the right place is in Christ. Because you can be in the we'll get back to that, we'll leave that on. We'll come back to that. Oh. You, the first story. You belong. The second story. You have never lost your value. Is that good news this morning? Amen. Is that an attractive message this morning? Have you never heard this, this until this morning? <laughs> Have you never heard <laughs> I know, I was in church, for, I've been a Christian 30 years. And only this year, I read the story like this. The gospel is good. Okay, that's how we should be presenting the gospel to people. Because if people know they belong, and if people know they're loved, because it says that the, 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 the lost sheep was loved by the shepherd. In fact, the shepherd loved the sheep even more when it was lost. <laughs> you see, God, when we mess up, when we make mistakes, God is not angry with you. He is even more in love with you. He is not put off by you. He is not, he doesn't reject you. Never. Christians may reject you. Your family may reject you. But Jesus will never, ever, ever reject you. Well, you don't know what I've done, Ashanet. I say this in the nicest possible way. I say this in the nicest way possible. And I say this with love in my heart. I don't care. Don't care about your behavior. Because love is more than behavior. You know, I've been married three years. And sometimes my behavior has been very good. 
And sometimes, <laughs> and my wife has loved me no matter what. Whether I was a good boy or a bad boy, my wife loved me. And now I understand God's love for me. My wife, love does not change for me. My wife's love is so loving, it annoys me. It frustrates me, she loves me. Yes. Because I've never been loved with such an intensity and a passion before. And the moment I woke up this morning, my wife is leaning into my face. And she's pulling on my cheeks. And she's saying how much she loves me. See, God loves you like that. But even more. Even more. Not just my wife loves me because I'm a good husband. No. Does my mum love me because I am a good son? No. I never bring her to Thailand again. No, they love me because they love me. Because they love me. Because they love me. Because they love me. And that is how we are meant to love those outside here. That is how we're meant to love as Christians. Because how can you hate your brother and love God? Isn't that what James says? Book of James? The pastor's not, so it must be that. The book of James says, How can you love God who you have not seen and hate your brother who you have seen? See, I can't claim to love God and treat people badly. It doesn't go together. <laughs> Amen? Amen? A few more amens now. A few more amens. <laughs> By the end, you'll all be saying amen. Praise God. Then there was this, this, this kid. It was this boy. And this man had two sons. And the man had two sons. And then one day, the greedy son went to his dad and said, Dad, give you the money. What is, he, what is he saying to his dad? What is he saying to his dad in his actions? I wish you were dead. 
Because he's wanting his inheritance. You only get an inheritance when someone's died. So this guy is like say, I, I just I want your money more than you, Dad. And what does the dad do? What does the dad do? See, that's grace. That's right. And so the young son, the greedy son, the, 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 the disrespectful son, he goes off, spends all the money, spends it on wild living, drinks alcohol, takes drugs, sleep with women. And then he runs out of money. And then his friends disappear. <laughs> and he's left with nothing. See, your real friends are the ones who stay with you when you go through difficult times. If they disappear in difficult times, they weren't your real friends. <laughs> so he, he loses all his money. And now he's hungry. So he works for a pig farmer. <laughs> and he gets he gets his food is so bad, his food is so horrible. He looks at the pig food. Now, who has ever looked at pig food and thought Aroy? <laughs> no, 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 no one ever thinks that. But this is how hungry he was. How poor he was. So what does he do? He goes, I could go and serve my father. Because my father's servants live in a very good lifestyle. And I will go to my father. And I will say, I have I have sinned against you and against heaven and I am sorry. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Now, is that a good repentance prayer? It's a good prayer. It's a good speech to speak to someone you really upset. So he starts walking home. He starts walking home. And before the son can see the father, the father has already seen the son. And what does the father do? He ran to him. Now in that culture, Men did not run. 
ผู้ชายจะไม่วิ่ง Now I don't run because I'm fat but that's a different story ไม่ใช่เพราะไม่ใช่อย่างผมถ้าผมไม่วิ่งเป็นเพราะผมวัน But men did not run แต่ตอนนั้นผู้ชายเขาวิ่ง It was it was rude มันเป็นสิ่งที่เป็นพฤติกรรมที่ไม่ดีอะค่ะ Men did not run men were like a walk slowly but they didn't run ผู้ชายก็จะเดินอย่างสุขุมรอบคอค่อยๆเดิน So the father runs แต่พ่อวิ่ง And he grabs his son. And he kisses him. The boy smelled pigs. <laughs> But the father didn't care. Now maybe other people would have cared. Well, go and have a shower, then I'll give you a kiss when you come back. Go and make yourself clean, and then come and we will receive you. But fathers don't do that. And the son was about to give his big speech. Speech? He was about to give his big speech he did at the beginning. He said about one sentence. And the father stopped listening. The father started preparing a party in his house. The son is trying to repent to his father. Father, I'm sorry. I'm no longer worthy to go to son. He's feeling bad. But the father doesn't care. He's like, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put shoes on his feet. See, in that culture, sons wore shoes and servants didn't wear shoes. So instantly the father is saying, you're still my son. I don't care where you've been. You're my son. And he put a ring on his finger. Which is a symbol of authority of the household. So he was fully restored to being a son. He was in the best clothes. And he was carrying the ring of his father's authority. Did the son deserve it? No, no, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not a trick question. In in human thinking, we are like stupid father. <laughs> you know, it does not make sense. See, but grace doesn't make sense. 
เหตุสมผล See if grace makes sense it's no longer grace เพราะว่าถ้าเราพูดยันสมเหตุสมผลแปลว่าสิ่งนั้นไม่ใช่พระคุณ If how God treats people doesn't upset you. I'm not sure if you believe in the gospel. Because what happened with the, the remember those two sons? Greedy son. And you have good son. He stayed at home. And he served in his father's house. And he did everything his father told him to do. But he really wasn't a son. He wasn't a son. He behaved like a servant. He didn't behave like a son. What does the father? What does he say to the father? I've served you all these years. I've been to all the prayer meetings. I completed Bible school. That doesn't make you a son. These are the sons of God. These are the sons of God. The sons of God are those that follow the Spirit of God. Romans 8:14. So you can still be in the house. And not behave like a son. If you see yourself as a servant. Well, I'm just a servant of the Lord. Oh, you sound very spiritual. But actually, that's a less position than being a son. You see, I'm not a servant. Trying to be a son. I am a son. Who goes about my father's business. What's I show you? Let's look at a verse in particular. I'll show you the key to the poverty spirit. Luke 15:29. And if you have a Bible, I want you to look at this because this is going to be really important. This will set you free this morning. Luke 15:29. 
นี้เป็นข้อที่สําคัญมากเพราะว่าจะทําให้คุณนั้นได้รับความเป็นไทยในเช้าวันนี้ But he replied, "This is the young, the, the older son saying mm-hmm. to the father." Mm-hmm. All these years I have worked for you. I never once refused to do anything you told me to do. And in all that time, you never gave me. Father says. Everything I have is yours. See, a servant is always looking to be given. A son knows their authority. Yeah, a son knows their authority. You have been given all things in Christ Jesus. But do you really know that? Or are you in your bedroom praying, "Oh Jesus, give me some money"? Oh Jesus, give me this. Oh, Jesus, give me that. Because that's the attitude of a servant. A son says, I stand in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And by faith, I release. The finances I need, or the healing I need, by faith I release. Now, if that is not a revelation in your heart, you can't just copy those words and it will happen. I know I'm a son. I know I'm a son. I know that. And I know the authority I have in Christ. And you so busy serving God, you've forgotten to love God. But I want to see God's kingdom come. So do I. But the kingdom is not given to servants. Who is the son of the kingdom given to? It says in the Bible. When the children came to Jesus. And the disciples like, oh, go away, children, go away, go away. What did Jesus say? Don't send them away. Because the kingdom of heaven is given to those like them. The kingdom is given to children, not some servants. 
นะอาจารย์จะทำสวรรค์ถูกมอบให้กับเด็กๆแต่ว่าไม่ใช่คนที่เป็นที่เป็นผู้รับใช้คนรับใช้นั่นคือสิ่งที่เยซูพูด Jesus kingdom is not he he says it's given to children. Are you so busy being a servant you forgot to be a child? Now all activity can stay the same. But what does need to change is the motivation of our hearts. แต่สิ่งที่ควรจะเปลี่ยนก็คือแรงจูงใจในใจของคุณและคุณรู้ไหมว่ามันเริ่มต้นจากสิ่งนี้ God I don't know I'm a child พระเจ้าพระบิดาผมไม่รู้ว่าผมนั้นเป็นเป็นบุตร I don't know I'm your son I don't know I'm your daughter ผมไม่รู้ว่าผมเป็นบุตรของเราผมไม่รู้อะไร It starts with an honest humble heart before God ก็คือให้เริ่มต้นจากการที่เรานั้นเปิดใจกับพระเจ้าจริงๆด้วยจิตใจที่แบบว่าถ่อมใจ That says I want to be a child more than I want to be a son แล้วก็บอกว่าเออฉันอยากจะเป็นบุตรมากกว่ากันที่จะเป็นคนรับใช้ I know very challenging this morning I know very challenging this morning <laughs> Amen. Yes. <laughs> But I love you guys. For two or three weeks, I've been praying for this man in England. Now I am not a good missionary. I don't have a list of people I pray for. You know, you met those Christians. They have a list of people they pray for every day. I'm not one of those Christians. But I've been praying for this man for three weeks now. Because this church is in a time of change and transition. And it's going to hurt. <laughs> I promise you. But God this morning is inviting you to stop serving Him and start loving Him. It's hard to lay our religious thinking down. It's hard. But God wants to heal us in our hearts this morning. Because religion needs healing as much as cancer needs healing. Religion 
So in the name of Jesus. If you know in your heart of hearts you've not given your life to Jesus. That you may have come to church for a long time but you've never really surrendered your heart. You've never really said yes to the Father's love. You may have said yes to serving Him. You may have said yes to serving Him. But you've not said yes to being a child. Just in this moment, I want you to just put your hand up and say, "I want to be a child." You never give your heart to Jesus properly. Just put your hand up really high so God can see what's happening in your heart. Because you're crying out to him at this moment, says, I want to be a child again. I want to be a child again. In the name of Jesus. I pray for every heart that's responding to this right in the name of Jesus, we ask the Holy Spirit to come into your heart. As you raise your hand to heaven, that's, that's just your prayer. Because it's not about the words you say. It's about the attitude of your heart. And I can make you say a prayer. But that doesn't mean anything has changed in your heart. In the name of Jesus, may the spirit of sonship, may the spirit of adoption come into every heart that welcomes it right Relationship with 
So the Heavenly Father will provide for you. Because the Father says, all I have is yours. All I have is yours. I poured everything I am out on the cross for you. Not because I was angry. But because I loved you. And I gave you everything. I gave you everything. And I expect nothing. But I leave you with an invitation. Be a son. Be a son. Be a son. Be a daughter. Be a daughter. Be a child. Be a child. In innocence. In innocence. In purity. In simplicity. Be conformed to your father's image.
you want to be prayed for this morning? Then just come forward. If you don't, that's fine as well. Because this is a revelation. 
It's the revelation of the sons of God. <laughs> this world is not looking for servants this morning. It's looking for children. Amen. Amen.